This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Carpe Diem with your host, Lisa McDonald. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars. Good morning, everybody. Thank you very much for joining me on this lovely Friday. It's Lisa McDonald, Carpe Diem. I hail from Dundas, Ontario, for those who haven't joined me before. For those who are returning, I want to say thank you very much. And uh, I'm very excited that we're joined here today by my lovely guest, Craig Dubecki. Uh, so I'm just going to give a little bit of information about Craig before we turn it over to Unscripted Dialogue. Uh, really grateful that I had the opportunity as a result of my last guest, uh, who I had last week on my show Friday, for those who may know or don't know. Uh, but I had the lovely Jane Wojtyszynski, and so she's the uh, editor-in-chief of her own magazine, I Love My Life magazine, which hails from uh, Cambridge, Ontario, Canada, as does Jane. And so as a result of uh, knowing Jane, I had the mutual connection uh, through Jane with Craig. Uh, we had both been asked to guest speak at uh, one of her events at the Cambridge uh, Golf and Country Club a couple months ago. So uh, Craig and I instantly connected and uh, was very inspired by the lovely speech that he gave. And um, so I'm just going to give a little bit of a background on Craig just to properly plug him before we turn it over. Uh, so Craig is a Canadian author, speaker, and musician. Craig has a unique style encompassing life lessons gained through personal experiences, observations, along with years of success in teaching, coaching, business management, Toastmasters, and being a member of the Public Speakers Association, otherwise known as PSA. In 2011, Craig had a slight paradigm shift in his life, which came to a full head in 2014. He was left with choices. He made a goal based on the dreams that he carried and believed in for years. He found the recipe for making that goal and those dreams come to fruition in 2015, this year. Craig is well on his way. His mission is to inform, educate, inspire, and provide leadership and guidance to the world so that it becomes an easier, more energized, and enjoyable life for all. Craig loves helping others and entertaining through storytelling in a way that the audience will deeply connect. He looks forward to having others on a journey with him. Craig can be found at his website, which is currently under construction temporarily until next month, which is www.craigdubecki.com, which we will make mention of again later throughout the show. So, Craig, I just want to welcome you very much uh, to my show. It's it's lovely having you, and uh, I know we've been trying to plan this for a while, so I'm glad that uh, the time finally opened up and agreed with both of us. Yes, thanks very much, Lisa, and and thanks for that. Intro, boy, that sounded a lot better than it did in my head when I typed it out. Um, you should do that for a living. Well, you do. Um. <laughs> well, it's very impressive, and uh, you know, I was—you were one of the first people that I met at Jane's gala a, yes. a few months ago, and uh, you very kindly came over to my table where I had my books propped up, and uh, we just instantly engaged and, and uh, spark up, sparked up a really good conversation, and uh, it was really lovely to hear you speak. I was very moved, as was everybody else in the room, by what you spoke about, and uh, so I don't know if you want to touch upon that speech or if you want to just solely focus on, you know, the musical aspect, uh, being an author, uh, being a musician, I'm going to leave this completely up to you as to how you wish to go about approaching this. Sure. No, I appreciate that. Uh, we need to, we should discuss just a little bit about that, uh, that day there because, yeah, you were one of the very first that I felt connected with there and, and we struck up a dialogue and I, I was there as the opening speaker mm -hmm. speaking to about 70 women. Do you know how that feels? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was, it was exciting, but it was I, I, it, a little intimidating, but you get, but you get through that. It was more exciting. Here I am. My audience is, is a captive audience of 70 women. How many, how many times does a guy get a chance for that? <laughs> 
it beautifully. I mean, you were just, you know, and I can tell that you have daughters. I mean, you're just so respectful and um, Thank you. just such a nice demeanor about you. And it really came from the heart and shone through and it resonated with everybody in the room. And uh, it was uh, it was tough following you. It was a really good speech. Thanks. Thanks so much. And um, by the way, you followed me very well. Uh, with, with, with your speech, but the, the one that I did was called "In Search of Heroes," and it's a standard speech that I do. But you, you tailor make make it towards your audience. So that one was really geared around um, trying to inspire women uh, through the through going through the history of of women that really rocked this world. Mm-hmm. Um, Right, right through the um, the 1900s to Hollywood and everything, and and that was my goal. And then I shared some very, very deep personal experiences with everybody there, and mm-hmm. that that was my message to um, to tell people that look at if you, if you're struggling, if you're going through tough times, you're not alone. There, mm-hmm. there's a lot of other people that are going through that, and and here's my story. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope you can find some strength and some some re-energizing of yourself uh, through hearing what I'm talking about here. That was the idea. Well, you certainly accomplished what you set out to do. It was, uh, you know, and I think for the like-minded people that were sitting in that room, because it was the goddess event that Jane uh, put on and hosted, it was it was absolutely lovely the whole entire day. And, uh, you know, it was... Uh, you know, I, I think what people really appreciate and sometimes what we see go through trending of, of lacking at times is just pure rawness, pure genuineness. And uh, because we know that people don't go through life unaffected or, un, uh, you know, not touched by something that uh, personally really gets them to the core where you have to kind of dig deep and, and figure out where you're going from that point. And so with what you shared, I mean, it was, it was very open. It was very raw. Uh, I certainly appreciated your honesty and your sincerity. And, uh, everybody was, uh, very impacted in a very positive way uh, as to the message that you imparted with us. So I, I thank you for that. I mean, that that's uh, nothing but sheer courage and bravery on your part, especially being one of the few men that was in that audience. So thank you for that. Uh, you're very welcome. Yeah, it was it was inspirational for me to to do that with everybody and see the looks on people's faces. That yeah, I, it does seem like I'm connecting with people. That that's great and. Then you come out of there making friends and, and, um, you know, come things on start unfolding. You get on radio. Yes. You get on radio and you keep in touch. So it's, uh, it's lovely following you and it's, it's nice to see the wonderful things people are manifesting in their lives such as you. So it's such a treat to follow your, your journey and Jane's and so many other wonderful people that I've been uh, blessed to have on my show. So let's, uh, let's talk about where this all began for you. Um, so you've been a musician for how long? Yeah, I've, I've been a musician. Oh, I'm not going to date myself here, but more than more than a couple decades here. But I've been playing guitar mm-hmm. and just you know, basement guitarist, maybe uh, jam around with some friends. But it wasn't until 2011 when, in your intro, you mentioned that I, I had kind of a slight paradigm change. Yeah. So that in in 2011, I went through some personal and and health issues there, and I kind of said to myself, "Craig, all right, you said you've wanted to write a book for so for how long? Go do it. You said you wanted to be a speaker. Go do it. You said you wanted to be a musician. Be a musician." So 2011 is when I started to seriously look at getting out there and performing as a, a guitarist, singer, songwriter. And I did my first, it was actually 2012 in January, that I did my first open mic. Wonderful. Yeah, I, I had done a couple things before, like with my kids. I even had a, kind of a Partridge family band. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my, my kids were in the band, and this stemmed out of church. So... I'd been doing some things through the years, but nothing really with any focus. Mm-hmm. 2012 was 
that real focus. And and I remember doing my first open mic. I um, there was a little uh, coffee shop in Kitchener called the Little Bean Cafe. Mm -hmm. And the Monday nights they had they had open mic, and I, I had been going there and meeting friends and and getting the energy. And finally, the first night, uh, I'm going to perform. I bring my guitar, and even before I got on stage, my shirt, my t-shirt was soaked. I was really? I was so nervous, so so nervous. And I got up and I did three songs. I think I did uh, John Cougar Mellencamp. Pink Houses. Mm -hmm. I did The Weight by the band. Love that. Mm -hmm. And I think I did Bon Jovi, Dead or Alive. Okay. And, I mean, by the by the time I was done the last song, it, my guitar was shining because the sweat was dripping from my chin and all over my face. I, I was totally soaked. But I did it. I did my three songs. Good for you. And then... And then Three and a half months later, this is how quickly that happened. Uh, within the three and a half months, a friend of mine from the gym, he's a drummer, we started getting together. And then in April of that year, Steve, my drummer, and I, we opened up, we, we got accepted, and we opened up the Battle of the Bands at the Little Bean Cafe. It was 15 blues rock and roll blues bands in kw that were competing and here i am just three and a half months before i just did my first open mic and i was terrified and now i'm on stage in front of about 120 130 people with a drummer and we're doing zeppelin and and you know mustang sally and we're doing a couple of my own songs and it was just it just it it rocked that night like literally it, it was just so motivating and inspirational and awesome. just uplifting fun awesome and so and so where did you take it beyond that point where are you at right now with the music and uh, performing and writing well with the music i'm i'm kind of a little bit on a hiatus with that because la last year i went through a uh, surgery as you know mm -hmm. um so i've i've been kind of on recovery with that so i haven't I haven't done a whole lot musically in the last little bit, mm -hmm. um, but the intent, the intent has always been to incorporate my, my musicianship with my public speaking and maybe even my writing. But I want, I'm planning, I'm working on going out there as a public speaker, which I've been doing, mm -hmm. and using the guitar and using using singing to embellish what I'm speaking about. Fantastic. Yeah, that, well, that's that's the goal. That's hap that's going to happen in a couple months. I'll be starting to do that. Good for you. Yeah, well, thank it's you. like it's like I've said before, again, borrowed from Janet Bray Atwood, the passion test, what you put your attention on grows stronger in your life. So it's lovely to hear, you know, the, the fact that you're, you're saying that to yourself, I'm going to. It's not if or when, it's I'm going to. And uh, based on that, you're already doing it. So yes. wonderful. And so tell me, tell me a little bit about the speaking. How did you get into that? What motivated you to want to pursue things uh, along that path? For speaking, it was it was at the same time that you know, 2011, when when I said you know I, I want to be be a speaker. I've I've enjoyed coaching. Mm -hmm. um, I, I enjoyed uh, at church. I used to be a lector, you know, getting getting up and doing a reading, you know, that kind of stuff. But I've also been in business. I, I as a manager, I would talk to my customers. They would want me to facilitate meetings, and I liked it. But I never really knew really what I was doing there. I, I I'd never had any training. So in December of, well, actually it was January, January 2012, the same time I did my first open mic, I joined Toastmasters. Mm -hmm. And that was the best move that I've ever done in for, for my personal life, I've got to say. Wonderful. It, it, <clears throat> it gave me Toastmasters, you know, they do an injustice a little bit with the marketing of Toastmasters. They say, you know, we're public speaking 
group, and they are, but they're so much more than public speaking. They, I think they scare away people with that public speaking uh, title. It's giving you confidence to talk with people, mm-hmm. uh, whether you're talking one-on-one, whether you're talking in a business meeting, whether you're whether I'm doing a speech in front of 70 women. Mm, right. uh, and, and, and I've got somebody like you following me. Uh, so, so Toastmasters really tremendously built my confidence up. I, uh, I started saying yes. I had just watched my favorite movie. My, my, my kids brought it over, and it's Yes Man uh, with Jim Carrey. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Uh, likely I have. I forget titles. If, but uh, If you but haven't, I'll... Yes Man with Jim Carrey and Zoe Deschanel, it's, it's a comedy, but it, it hits home. And, it, and that movie kind of told me, you know, I'm making excuses for doing things. Mm-hmm. You know, start saying yes to things. Doors open, start saying yes and, and see what happens. And that's what I did with Toastmasters. And I, like I said, I was putting my hand up, volunteering for everything. And, and the confidence started building. And that helped me as a musician. Mm-hmm. That helped me with getting up in front of people and singing. Mm-hmm. And now, three and a half years later, well, what we, we fast forward to this year. Mm-hmm. I've become a member of Public Speakers Association, uh, which is throughout North America. I've spoken 11 times in the last six weeks. Good for you. I've done any, anywhere from a 10-minute speech to a 40-minute speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've spoken for Heart and Stroke. I've spoken at University of Waterloo. I've been at insurance companies. And the doors, the doors are just opening. I do four speeches mm-hmm. uh, that I've that I've written. I'm writing more speeches in the next couple months that will take me into the corporate level because my background is in contracting. I've been a manager, project manager, account manager in industrial contracting. So I want to I want to go to the companies and do speeches on leadership and teamwork uh, from from my my viewpoint, what I've seen. I want to help mm-hmm. people. Phenomenal. And so do you seek these uh, opportunities out? Do they come to you? Is it word of mouth? Uh... It's, it's combination of all of those. Uh, okay. since, since I started volunteering, well, the first thing that I did was through Toastmasters. They, they need test speakers within Toastmasters. You know, they have competitions. Mm-hmm. They may have an evaluation contest or a judging seminar, and they need a speaker to volunteer and be the guinea pig. So I started mm-hmm. putting my hand up and saying, yes, I'll be that. Good for you. You do that. Thank you. You do that, and that's networking just by doing mm-hmm. that. And, and there's people from all different aspects of life and business that are involved with Toastmasters. And then I start getting requests. I, you know, email popped up just two weeks ago from somebody who um, was the chair at one of the uh, competitions that I was a test speaker at. And she said, Craig, I have a company in North Toronto that's looking at a speaker and uh, they're looking for this type of speech. And I know you can do it, but do you have a speech like that? And I honestly really re- replied to her, and I said, you know, I don't have one right now, but it's the one that I'm writing next. So mm-hmm. I'll keep you posted on that. So you get out there, people see you, you, you do your due diligence with practicing and educating yourself. And, and um, the best thing that I ever did for me to help me with speaking is videotape myself. Mm-hmm. And if anybody out there listening, you know, if if you want, if you're a up and coming musician or speaker or whatever, and you want to get really good, videotape yourself and watch it. Mm-hmm. Be gentle on yourself and be humble. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the best way to improve yourself. You know, just working by yourself without a coach. Right. Um, that that made a huge difference. So, yeah, the doors have just opened up. Word of mouth and. Fantastic. And Public Speakers Association has asked me, you know, they, they've given me opportunities. 
Mm-hmm. So it's it's all going really well, going in the right direction. Excellent. And do you have a YouTube channel as well? Do you do do inspirational speeches or touching in with people just to kind of create a little bit more of a base? Or, uh, you know, if there's something that's happening in the world and, you know, you come up with a theme or something that's related that you think would resonate with people just to impart your message or just to once again show your, your presence? That is in the works. That's part of the construction there, you know, kind of like a blogging almost. Yeah. I, do you I, blog? I don't have that right now. Okay. No. Um, what I what I will have shortly. Right now on my website, there's a description of of the um, the video the speeches that I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no videos on it yet. That will go up probably within two three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, there are videos on my website of uh, me as a musician. Mm-hmm. But the, but the speaking will be updated in the next couple weeks. Uh, but the, but blogging what what you suggest there is yeah it's it's on the list there. Okay, and so you know when you think of all the the phenomenal uh, speeches that have been given around the world uh, by the greats, you know is there is there one speech or one person in particular who's made a speech that you just are in awe of or it's it's you know inspired you? Yes. Actually, well, there's one that stands out the most of all, and and I actually um, that speech that I that I did at that show with you in search of heroes. Um, I don't know if I talked about it there because I again I adjusted it for the audience. There was a um, there was a Canadian football player, and you may have heard of him, Michael Pinball Clemens. Yeah. And Michael was the star running back for the Toronto Argonauts of the CFL, Mm -hmm. Canadian Football League. And and Michael, after he led the Argonauts to three uh, championships, he became president of the Argonauts. He took them to the championship again, and then he became a motivational speaker. And I was fortunate to see him in 2009 at a convention uh, just outside of Toronto, and Michael Clemens is the best, best and most entertaining speaker I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. His his energy, I, I mean, th- this guy. His name's Pinball because when he was playing football field p- football as a running back, his his center of gravity was so low that you try and tackle him and you just bounce off of him. Mm-hmm. He speaks like he's running the football field. He will run <laughs> through the room. He he will run run from one end to the other. And we're talking mm-hmm. a room that has 400 people. He'll jump on a chair. He'll be standing. You now this guy's only maybe five foot eight, mm-hmm. and and he'll be standing on the chair and speaking to everybody. He'll jump off. He'll run to the other far corner jump on a chair, he'll he'll come right up face to face with you and talk so quietly, so so passionately with you. And he's got this smile that just is never ending. It's a perpetual he's African American and his teeth are as white as can be. So it's just shine the, the smile is just shining like crazy. And that's the best speech that I've ever seen. Fantastic. And so when are you going to start incorporating jumping on chairs? And <laughs> when I lose a little bit more weight. Yeah, I didn't do that. I was thinking of jumping on the tables there in Cambridge, but uh, all the chairs were full. Yeah, well, and everybody's got their own style too, right? They do. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I really, I really felt that energy when you were describing that. And I, you know, I personally know who you're talking about. And, uh, um, of course our listeners are all around the world, so I'm not too sure people would know that, especially at the CFL level. But, um, right. yeah, he, he's certainly a dynamo and, uh, uh, his words of wisdom and how he's motivated people and kept people focused and, and driven and impassioned with what's important to them. It is truly amazing. Yes, and for for the American listeners here, uh, I'll touch on two of my other favorite speakers, and I'm involved with Amway, uh, Network 21, actually, and I actually was in Florida, Clearwater, Florida, to their international convention in, in um, January, and 
Jim Dornan of of Amway, he's passed away, but I listened to motivational CDs from Jim Dornan, but I met and listened to Skip Ross from Amway, and and many of the American listeners probably know Skip, who Skip Ross is. Uh, he's one of the leaders of Amway, and he, he's just an amazing speaker. I, I can't get enough of Skip Ross and Jim Dornan, like they just have that personal way of speaking. They, they hit to your heart, and they're wanting to help. Right. So, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. And so I didn't know about the Amway piece. And, and, you know, so what I'll say about that is, and you've probably come across this in your in your path, but Amway is it's one of those things. People are either really opposed to it or they're really for it. So I don't exactly. know if you can maybe talk a little bit about why that might be, because there is that perception out there. People get – I know a lot of people who are very turned off when they even hear it. Um Maybe you can speak to that because that's more in your world than mine. Sure. I, I think you, you're right. Like a lot of the older generation, um, there's a stigma uh, about Amway, how, how it started out. And, it, you know, it's funny people's perceptions and, and what they base their beliefs on. Some people hear one negative thing and then they carry that that perception for the rest of their lives. And I think multi-level marketing is one of those um, avenues where you're either really against it or you're okay with it. And, and Amway was, I believe, the original multi-level marketer. They're, it, it's not pyramiding. You know, you, you get the word pyramiding thrown in there and legally what Amway does is, is not at all pyramiding. A- anybody has as good a chance to make any money as as the next person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that's one part of it that I think has built some negativity. Just what what it is, and mm-hmm. I, what I'm finding being involved with Amway is that a lot of the younger generation, well, they don't know they don't know about that negative. Stigma that was built when um, when Amway was starting in the in uh, the late 50s and 60s. So a lot of young people are actually very open to it, which is great. They should be because mm-hmm. they they're not preconditioned to, to okay. think one way or another. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and it works. Uh, the, the other thing is people are comfortable talking to their friends about maybe getting them involved with something, or people aren't comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's, that's a big struggle that I have. You know, like, I, I'm involved with, with Network 21, which is the business side of, of Amway, and I still struggle with, okay, who do I want to talk to about this? Mm-hmm. You know, I believe in it. I, I like it, but I'm... I, and I'm a speaker, and I'm a motivational speaker, but it's just one of those things that you, whatever your personality is is mm-hmm. built upon, sometimes you're comfortable with it, sometimes you're not. Okay. Well, I can speak I to the masses taking... about a given topic, but, mm-hmm. you know, t- t- talking to somebody and convincing them to give something a try, that's mm-hmm. a different thing. And you, right. you got to be okay with that. Right. And I think it's with anything in life, you know, whether you're talking specifically about uh, a company called Amway or, or anything, it's it's all in the approach, right? So if people yeah. have had perhaps a negative encounter or it was perceived that something was being pushed on them, you know, and again, it's it's with anything in life. So I really believe um, it's all in the approach. True. Uh, yeah. I and, agree. If people, and if people are receptive to it. So, and if you're not, you're not. And if you are, it's great. You know, it's going to be what it's going to be for those who are interested. And it's going to be what it's going to be for those who aren't. Either way, regardless of what you're talking about. That's right. But, but I will add one thing is. Sure. The energy from Amway, like, like the support mm-hmm. is second to none. And, it, and it's all about personal growth. The support is, yes, it's a business, but it starts with building your self-image up. Mm-hmm. And Amway, the people involved, the Jim Dornan, the, uh, the Skip Rosses, um, the Ray Kellers, all 
uh, that are part of, of the Amway group, they're experts at helping build self-image, and that's mm-hmm. what they focus on. So that's the biggest part that I came away with, uh, with my connection with them. Okay. Well, I appreciate you saying that because that's an aspect of it I've never heard before and I, I wouldn't have known, so I appreciate you educating me on that level. Mm, my pleasure. Yeah. And so let's uh, let's move along to your book. Let's, sure. let's hear all about your book. I, I love talking about books, so let's Yes, book. I know you do. You have an awesome one out there yourself. <laughs> and I was the first one who who picked it up. At, yes, um, I Love My Life, that show. Yes, you did, and I'm very grateful to you for that. And uh, you were completely enthusiastic and very supportive, and I never take any of that for granted. So thank you so much, Craig. Uh, truly my pleasure. So let's yeah. talk about your book. My book, um, interesting. What's the title? Did that Sorry? Have a title? The what title you- is So You Just Want to Be a Rock Star. Okay, love it. Thank you. And you can use the word rock star as as a metaphor mm-hmm. for life. Uh, yes, I'm a musician. Not necessarily saying I want to be a rock star like somebody um, on stage and touring the world, but it's for anybody, you know, to to help them be a rock star in life. Mm-hmm. To to help them rock their own world. That's what? that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's um, well. I'll just I, I have it up here. I'll just read you the little part from my preface that I have here. Okay. And um, so, first of all, to set it up, we're all created somehow. It's there, there's. I'm not even looking at religion. The fact is, regardless of what your faith is, we are created somehow by by something up there. And then we're given our life to live. Mm-hmm. And uh, this story is, it's the story of uh, the character Shane Wazicki, one of the divine one's many remarkable creations. And it's about Shane's life journey. Uh, starting at a very young age, he learns and dreams like most everybody else. He enters the scary yet exciting adult world and makes decisions based on how he was trained or not trained growing up. Some backfire, some work. So the book is all about his adventures, and um, some of them are actually really not bad. So, sorry, I should say not good. So he goes, he goes to some pretty dark places, and it's all about his journey going through that and then recovering from that. Mm-hmm. So the idea was, where I got my idea for this book was, there's a lot of people out there that need help. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in Waterloo Region, where we live here in Ontario, there's one suicide a week on average. Wow. That's, that's a lot of struggling people and and that's pretty pretty well norm for most of North America from what I understand some are higher some are lower mm-hmm. so you know it's, uh, the book is somewhat based on my life it's what I've seen some of my experiences and I'm taking the reader through a journey here that many readers will be able to connect with, that they've lived some part of it, mm-hmm. you know, with marriage, uh, with having children, with dreams, with work, pro- work stresses and work challenges and health challenges and all that. But in the end, in the end, you find a way to believe in yourself. And, and this is what I said back at that speech where I did... Um, uh, in search of heroes, I said you find a seed to, to plant in your soul that helps you believe in you mm-hmm. and helps you rebuild your life. So that's kind of the gist of the book. Wonderful! Now, I love the premise. Now, thank you. Now the now the music side of it. So one of the when when the Earth was created, the there were four elements. There was the earth, wind, fire, and water. 
mm-hmm. and the water and fire carved its way through the earth and made formations on the land. And then the wind came through and caused vibrations, which turned into humming. And that's where we get the word music. That's, that's where our concept of music actually originated, based on the winds going through and making all these sounds. Beautiful. If, if you listen, you've, you've heard the hydro wires hum mm-hmm. sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. On a windy day? Mm-hmm. That humming is based on Aeolian vibrations. So the Greek god of wind is Aeolus. So wow. I actually have, watching over Shane go through his life, I have watchers who were part of the creators, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, that created us. We mm-hmm. have Apollo, who's the Greek god of uh, music. We have the Muses, which, which were, who worked with Apollo. We have Aeolus, the god of wind. And they're actually watching Shane as he's going through his life. Mm-hmm. Now, because Aeolus kind of created music, each chapter, what I did here is each chapter is titled after the name of a song. Mm, that's so interesting. There's, there's, there's 70 chapters, so it's a heck of a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Anything from Otis Redding to Zeppelin to... White Snake to Alicia Brillinger, who's a musician here in Kitchener, to Bonnie Ray. I've I've got their songs, and and the lyrics of each song are broken up and strategically placed within the chapter to embellish what's happening at that moment. Okay. So if you think of a movie, mm-hmm. if you th- if you think of a movie. You, you, you've got the movie, and then you've got the soundtrack, and, and the soundtrack is is kind of embellishing what's going on at that point in the movie. What mm-hmm. I've done here is I've done that to the book. Love it. That's very creative. Thank you. And then at the at the end of each chapter, I've got one of the watchers, maybe Aeolus, maybe uh, Apollo, kind of. Okay, summarizing. Okay, what happened there? Okay, let's. They're tying in the music. Well, Shane, did you do you remember the what the person was saying in the song? Listen to the words of the song. You know, you you you've got to do this. You're burying your head in the ground. You know, they say ostriches bury their heads in the ground. You're not an ostrich, even mm-hmm. though that's not true. They don't because they would suffocate. <laughs> But but that's that's the tie-in now with the creators watching, right? Shane. So it it sounds complicated. I don't think it is. I'm trying to give like a five minute synopsis of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what the book is all about. Wonderful. And what is the status of your book currently? I just finished my last rewrite. Well, my my last edit um, yesterday. Okay. Good yes, for you. Today. Congratulations. So, thank you. Yeah, I, I'm really excited. Uh, I've just I've got to do the cover, and I know what I'm doing there. I've got to do acknowledgments, mm-hmm. and uh, then it's publishing probably in two months. Fantastic. And uh, so, is this you connected with a, an agent, a publishing company, a publisher, or you self-published? What's the journey here with the book? I, th- I think I'm going to be self-publishing. Like I've talked with some companies in here, they'll they'll print the book as it is, mm-hmm. uh, and then um, they'll give me said number of copies, and then however much for additional copies. I I think I'm going that route, although mm-hmm. although I've, I'm having meetings next week with people. That um, and maybe you know even if I can talk to you a little bit to get a little bit more insight as to what's out there because I've been I've been so busy with everything and especially mm-hmm. writing the book mm-hmm. and, and writing my speeches and everything that mm-hmm. the one thing that I really haven't paid attention to is the reality of publishing. <laughs> I've, right. I've got I've got 
like I said, prices on, yeah, they'll put it in the book form and everything. It'll look good. Mm-hmm. But is that the route that I want to go? I guess I'm, I'm still a little unsure on that. Right. And, and so I at this stage, you're some... just, what you're referencing is the printers, like just the printers, right? Yeah. Getting your stuff printed. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and, and maybe I'll, like right now I'm thinking I'll just, do a big push. I know I have a friend um, that's involved in another uh, program that, that I'm that I'm doing um, with Bob Proctor. That's a that's another thing. But she just she just um, launched her published her book through Amazon. Okay. So I know that's possible. Well, and, you know, I certainly use that as a marketing tool when my first book, and I'm doing it for my second book, and we'll continue to do it for the other two books, uh, the third one that's being illustrated, the fourth one that started to be illustrated, but I switched up the order in which I wanted what my third book to actually be. So, uh, you know, knowing it takes four to seven weeks for your book to get printed on average, at least with the rent, uh, the printer printing company that I'm attached to right. um, and with it particularly being your first book when you're launching and breaking out you know marketing is so important so uh, it was very important that I got ebook versions um, available to people just to kind of build up um, some momentum and and truthfully when I went into that that aspect of doing it I wasn't especially for a children's book most people they want the children's book in their hands they want to see the illustrations yeah. and um but I was quite surprised with how many people actually purchased the ebook version for both my, my first and second book. Uh, and that continues to happen, which I'm very grateful for. So, you know, if for nothing else, you know, it's a great marketing tool. It's a good way to um, have people, you know, aware of what it is that you're doing, what's in the works. I see uh, that. It builds anticipation, excitement, and uh, that's how you start to build your base. And so I would highly recommend... You know, with your website, don't know if, if it's something that you've considered, but I would definitely start looking at ebook versions and getting yes. that done through Kindle and Amazon and Kobo and all those other places. So do, do that first. Yes, because you know it's going to take probably four to seven weeks on average. That's right. And I, you know, and I, I shouldn't say that with your type of book. I know for my children's book, it took four to seven weeks. It could be longer. It could be shorter. Maybe the fact that it's illustrated, it takes longer. Maybe the fact that your book is longer than mine, it might be longer. I, I really don't know for your type of book. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would that's a good point. Yeah, I would certainly entertain doing that as a marketing tool and uh, just to, yeah, and we can certainly talk about that behind the scenes too, but uh, that stuff's really crucial, especially for your first uh, body of work, uh, getting it out there and getting your name recognized because as you know, it's not just your books that you're marketing or your guests, it's, mm-hmm. it's you, your it's brand me. is you. Yeah. It's me, It's a reflection of, of who I am and what I am. Absolutely. Yes. And so whether you're talking about the music or the guest speaking or the book, it's all extrapolated from you. It, you're the brand. Right. Right. I well, understand. I'm, I, I'm super excited for you. And, Thanks, and how Lisa. long has this process been? I started this, um, again, I go back to that 2011. It, it was actually in December that I had this little epiphany on the couch where I thought of the speaking and the music and the writing. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I started writing. I started writing this book in December of 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I started other writing at the same time, kind of. It, well, in March of 2012, that's like I've never done this before. This I, I don't have any formal education for writing. I've done a lot of business writing, mm-hmm. but I knew I had to practice a little bit, so. I actually became a review writer for a local music magazine, and and I, that's how I started and 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 honed my skills by writing music reviews of bands and their CDs. Good for you. So I started with that, and mm-hmm. as it went along, I, I I this book caught on, and then I started working with an editor, and then mm-hmm. she would give me feedback and teach me as I'm going, and. Here I am. I've I finished like I've done ten drafts now, ten different wow. edits, and yesterday I'm finished. And I can honestly say that this is it. 
I'm wow. really stoked with what I have right now. Uh, it's a good book. It's an entertaining book. It's a, it's a book like you haven't read before. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's got its unique style, and um, it I believe it's captivating and edit, entertaining and educational. Well, what an accomplishment, you know, and I, I really commend you uh, because for that type of book and for that, you know, many rewrites and, and uh, editing and going back, omitting and inserting and all of that, I mean, and, and for other things that you've had going on in your life in the background as well, good good times, bad times, downs, lows, ups, highs, everything, uh, you know, I, I think it's a testament to anybody who, once they wrap their head around what it is they feel that they're meant to do and they're truly passionate about it, the fact that you saw it right through to the end and you never gave up, I mean, you know, that's that's amazing. And so Thanks. I I commend you on that. I think it's fantastic. I'm proud to know you. I'm really happy with the way your journey has unfolded and it continues to flourish and manifest itself. And um you know, it's. I'm really proud of you, and I see good things Thanks for you, so Greg. Much. I really, really do. You're very deserving of it, and you're very hardworking, and uh, and I, I know that you're just a genuine soul. You, you truly have people's best interests at heart, and you're always looking for the best in people and doing whatever you can to assist people, whether it be through your own storytelling, your own sharing, um, or just, you know, any feedback, any advice, any referrals. You're just that way inclined, and uh, the world needs more people like you so well it's very it's very true it's you know i i i like to believe that i read people quite well and uh that was my initial uh intuitive feeling about you you're just you're so warm you're so kind and uh for everything that you've been through and you shared with us in that room in your speech your your inspirational heartwarming gut-wrenching speech i just want to say you deserve nothing less and i'm really glad that you're you know, you see yourself worthy and you've, you put this time of, uh, investment and energy into yourself and, uh, you know, the good choices that you're making and the, the great people that you're aligning yourself with and mm-hmm. that you're, you're producing all this wonderful stuff in your life. It's, it's such a nice thing to see. Diddle. Thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. So, so where are you? Where are you going with the book? Are you talking to chapters, Coles, Indigo? You got book signings that you want to get going? Like, what's your plan with this? You have a business plan? Uh-huh. My my business plan is to get this printed mm-hmm. and start promoting it. Fantastic. Um, well, I'll certainly promote it on my page. You know, I will. I do for everybody. Thank you. Yes, I I have. I honestly have some work to do in the next week mm-hmm. to really pick people's brains a little bit more. I, I just, I seriously, honestly have a superficial knowledge of this mm-hmm. next part. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, like I said, I've got a prices from a place like um, M&T Printing in Waterloo. Mm-hmm. M&T Printing is, you know, they, they've given me a price and they say, well, for this price, we'll, we'll give you this many copies of the book and um, this is how many each additional one are. That That's where I have, okay. So I thought, I can work with that, but I know there's other avenues. Mm-hmm. So that's what I have to explore next week. Okay. I've, the thing is, is I've got my book done. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really happy with it. I'm extreme. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm extremely happy with it i know what i want for the cover Mm -hmm. and that's my main thing this next thing is just a little bit more homework and talking to people talking to people like you wonderful and who's getting your first copy (laughs) well i can think of somebody i'm just talking to one person right now that no no, i'm not talking about me i'm just you know i i know for myself uh you know, the catalyst for everything that I do, uh, more so recently since I've become aligned with, you know, where I'm meant to be in my life. I'm motivated by my children. Everything I do, I do for, uh, the future of my children. And so they yes. always receive yes, the do. first copy. They always receive the first copy of the book. Uh, you know, no questions asked about that. And, um, I, so- I would have to agree. My, my kids, my three kids and my best friends, 
or the people that the, my best friends and the people I should say that mm-hmm. have some supported me the most throughout uh, this journey. Fantastic. Well, I'm sure they're chomping yeah. at the bit, and I'm sure they're all, just like myself, extremely proud of you. And can't wait to get their hands on it, and I can't wait to get my copy. And uh, and I still have a copy of the Passion Test to give to you. Yes, so that's great. That I'm shortly. excited. Yes. Well, listen, Craig, we're just about to wrap up here, and I just want to say thank you very much for joining us, for sharing your story with us, your journey, your inspiration, and uh, all the lovely things that you have manifested for yourself that you will continue to do so. And I can't wait to hear all the updates of the finished product because I'd like to market that for you on my page, all my social media. I like to do that for people, especially those who have been supportive of me and those who are in the same world because – you know, you need that support, and um, and I would love to be able to support you in the way that you have supported me. So I Thanks. just want to say thank Thanks. you for sharing an hour of your morning with me and uh, this, for this, our listening audience. This this has been a true pleasure. Thank you so much for having well, me on here. Thank you. Thank you. And so I just want to say to everybody, I appreciate you joining me here on my show, Carpe Diem. Go live every Friday morning at 11.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Dundas, Ontario, Canada. For anybody who has any uh, show topics that they would like for me to cover, or if you'd like to be a guest on my show, you can certainly reach me at lisamcdonaldauthor.com. And McDonald is spelled M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. It's been lovely. I wish everybody a happy Mother's Day, all you moms out there, grandmothers, nieces, you know, you name it. I I celebrate everybody. So I hope it's a wonderful weekend for everybody. Thank you so much, Craig. Take care and all my best. Thank you. All the best to you, too. You've been listening to Carpe Diem with your host, Lisa McDonald. For more information, please go to Lisa's website at lisamcdonaldauthor.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.